This podcast is a part of the Electric Vehicle Charging Infrastructure Guidelines for Cities project, whose objective is to help educate European municipal officials and other stakeholders on everything they need to know about installing and operating EV charging infrastructure. More podcasts and videos in this series can be found on the project's website. Hello. So zero emission electric mobility is the part of the future. With over 2 million electric vehicles, we continue answering the question, why electric mobility? What are the values of immobility? And today we are talking with Aaron Fishbone and Peter Badik from Greenway Infrastructure and Zahari Shahan from Clean Technica. We are talking about the guidelines for cities, electric vehicle charging infrastructure. And my name is Lubov Artemenka. I'm from GoToYou. So, Zah, uh, can you tell us what what is the real value of immobility? There are a lot of things that make the value. I would say one of the most important things is, you know, we, we take it for granted as sort of like people in the past took for granted horrible situations they, they just uh, were used to. But there's air pollution every day that's, that's causing sicknesses in children, that's causing premature death, that's causing cancers uh, all across Europe, all across the world. Um, and again, it's something we just sort of, okay, that's part of life. You get, you have pollution, you have premature death, you have cancer, you have childhood asthma, you have these problems, but it doesn't have to be part of life. And it's actually at this point, it's illogical to accept it as a part of our daily, uh, our, our, our natural you know, world. It's not part of our natural world. So zero emission vehicles, of course, can dramatically cut, you know, we have tens of thousands of premature deaths from outdoor air pollution. Uh, that could be cut in, in, in any European country, basically, um, by, by switching to clean transport. Um, so there's, you know, there's a lot, there's just the, the actual personal and family costs of that. Uh, and then there's also broader economic costs from the lost productivity, from the, from the premature death, etc. So this is, a, this is one big reason to switch to zero emissions electric, electric transport. Aaron, what about the economic development? Because electric vehicles are not only costs and are not only uh, investments that municipalities have to, uh, to tackle with, but, but this actually can largely contribute uh, to the economic development of the whole region, of the whole country. What about that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If, I mean, I, there's, I think there's a lot of different ways this can happen. I mean, first is... Of course, the actual manufacturing of the vehicles themselves and the parts that go into the vehicles. I mean, there's whole new economies and industries that are tied to this software technologies, um, the, the, the parts of the, the actual material that goes into the production of the vehicle themselves. This is all things that, that need to happen and the parts get sourced from other locations. They can be manufactured in different places. But even once the vehicles are, leaving the manufacture of the vehicle aside, even once they are driving around places, they themselves can contribute a lot. I mean, first there is just actual tourism and tra people traveling. They go places, they go where there's charging infrastructure, they can go to businesses where there's charging infrastructure. So businesses can benefit from having it and communities can have benefit from having it. But if there's no charging infrastructure, then those places will be less likely to get electric vehicle drivers to come and stop and, and go to their business, whether it's a restaurant or a shopping mall or a workout facility or, or anything like that. And then there can be benefits to the community itself from having the charging infrastructure and generating revenue from it, from people actually paying to charge. 
Absolutely. And also uh, electric vehicles are largely associated with smart cities. Uh, Peter, how can we actually make our cities smarter uh, with electric vehicles? How we can interconnect uh, and network better, uh, engaging uh, the, the communication with, uh, with each other and with uh, mobility? I think the electric vehicles is a part of a broader ecosystem of connected autonomous and shared vehicles and uh, actually this is exactly in a way of how the smart city should work in the future. So we will have uh, connected cars uh, communicating uh, between each other, uh, they will exchange information, they will be shared between the people, so we'll have uh, 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 people using the mobility in a better way, in, in a way which is more convenient for them, which is more useful, which saves the time. Uh, which gives them more time for being in the family and so on and so forth. And everything, all this should be based on uh, electric mobility, on electric vehicles, which are polluting less and uh, making our cities uh, smarter and cleaner. And I think this, this is a very important to see the electric vehicles being a part of this broader transformation of mobility and automotive sector. It's not only about different powertrain, it's about different concept and a different approach to the mobility. Many, uh, many of our audience, I think, heard about the vehicle to greet. Can you tell us a little bit more? What, what is it about, and how actually electric vehicles could contribute to the energy security? Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, important to understand is that electric vehicles. There, are, it's basically a many, many batteries on wheels, which are moving around the country and. Uh, if we do a very simple math and we calculate what's the capacity of these batteries in a, some significant portion of electric vehicles in our fleet, we'll come up to the fact that actually it's going to be a huge, huge battery, a huge amount of batteries. It's going to be the largest energy storage, also distributed, but largest energy storage we have in Europe. And this is something which is very much needed for our energy sector. So on one side, we will have a vehicles which will need uh, electricity and which will be able to store and, and uh, take this electricity in a time when it's uh, convenient for the energy sector. On the other side, we will have the energy sector full of renewables, which are sometimes uh, harder to predict, and we will need a flexibility in the system. And actually what electric vehicles could do is they could provide this flexibility to the energy system. And that's absolutely crucial. Uh, because on one side, it, uh, on the side of the electric vehicles, it could this providing of flexibility could generate certain, let's say, value, revenue, something which makes the driving cheaper than in the end. And on the other side, on the side of the energy sector, this flexibility is usually needed for integration of more renewables into the system. So if we set the cooperation between these two things properly, I think it would be for benefit of drivers and for driving and moving and for the benefit of energy and creating and uh, distributing of the clean energy. So there's, I mean, there's flexibility to storage of the energy, the battery in the car, but there's also flexibility to the creation of the energy. It can be generated in, you know, in many more locations now, locally, and then that energy, and that's, that's a business opportunity for whoever has that property, and then it can like, directly charge the vehicle, which can carry the energy around to different places and use it, use it elsewhere as needed. And I would just emphasize a little bit too, you know, we, we put on a conference with EVRT in, in Abu Dhabi earlier this year in, in January, and uh, we had a presentation from Bloomberg New Energy Finance founder, Michael Liebrich, who had a slide specifically on this. 
Uh, stationary energy storage is a very fast-growing industry, and it's going to be a big industry in the next 15 years. And it looked like it looked like flat land compared to the amount of energy storage that would come onto the market from electric vehicles. The, the electric vehicle storage potential is like a mountain compared to that. Uh, it's just so many times more than the grid storage we've ever had or will have from other sources. So there's a tremendous amount of potential value there if, if, we, if we use that storage smart and intelligently like Peter and Aaron are discussing. Smart, intelligent, and green future. This is definitely what we are looking for. And to understand better the, the potential of the municipalities in this process of building the EV charging infrastructure, we invite you to stay tuned and learn more in our next podcast. Thank you.